0: You are listening to the Lightforge Podcast, the key to unlocking
1: your arena success, with your co-hosts ADWCTA and Murps.
0: Welcome to the Lightforge Podcast, this is Abu
1: This is Murps. Uh, You know, for a slow week, we actually have quite a lot to talk about, thanks and partly due to something that happened just two hours ago. So look, we... we, Breaking news. Breaking news. We are recording this 7 p.m., on Sunday night and we typically just talk about stuff that happens on like the Tuesday before because that's when Blizzard drops their patches and everything but we actually have something to talk about um, and really chew on um, in a little bit but let's first do a small recap give congratulations and just talk a little bit about one of the biggest Hearthstone events we have ever seen. And I'm talking about the Hearthstone Global Invitational. You know, I-N-N-dash-vitational. haha. And if you are sitting there saying, Murphs, I have no idea what you're talking about. What do you mean? Uh, that's because Blizzard didn't promote this. Very surprisingly. But this was an Olympics-style tournament that spanned four days. Like four consecutive days. Uh, and it had four teams composed of the Americas, Asia Pacific, China, and Europe. And it involved constructed battlegrounds and mercenaries. And uh, this was a huge event. It was you know streamed all throughout China. It was also on Twitch. It had some of the best players at this point. If you want to watch it, if if you're listening to this and you're saying, wow, wait a second. I had no idea what this was. I want to watch all of this, then you want to actually stop the podcast right here. Or, you know, if you're listening to this on like iTunes or Spotify or whatever, uh, skip ahead like 10 minutes or so, (laughs) Um, because I'm going to tell you guys right now, it was an awesome, awesome event. And at the end, congratulations to Team Americas well team americas not team america sorry pj pj was not a part of this i understand that if you're listening to this last week we had team america on and now i'm congratulating the america's team uh who consisted of nagudan uh nyara and monsanto for constructed uh for mercenaries there was frozen and luna and for battlegrounds dog collins slissa and wty bill Uh, Congrats to them for taking it home. Very dramatic. Just uh, a very well-run event in terms of entertainment value, production values. I'm sure it was very tiring for the players because there was a lot of Hearthstone to be played. Um, But in the end, uh, the Battlegrounds team went undefeated, prevailed, brought it home. And I think this just highlights how hungry everyone is for more of this content because you see within the community for the people that actually did show up because I'm going to tell you right now I was in the chat I stayed up late to watch this there were so many people who when they found it they were like this is going on like I had no idea Um, and it's kind of a shame it's a little bit of a missed opportunity by Blizzard not to promote it more especially with so many high profile uh, you know talented but also famous streamer players in there. Um, but yeah, I think this just goes to show how hungry people are for, um, at least competitive battlegrounds in which right now there is none. So there was definitely a constructed portion of it, but we have seen competitive, uh, you know, professional constructed play for many, many years now through the GMs and just similar tournaments, the battlegrounds though, that's what got everyone hyped. And it did help that they had a star studded lineup that ran through the competition um but uh I-, I think it's also one of those formats which is fun to watch uh and it creates all these exciting moments and uh so not just congrats to the team but well done by uh the organization well done by the casters like soddle marinda i thought they did an incredible job casting battlegrounds uh in which there's not that many opportunities to cast BGs, first of all. And I thought Soddle and Lorinda uh, did a fantastic job of understanding the meta and communicating it. So I just want to see more. That's basically it. Like, I just want to see more. But I'm so happy for uh, the Americas team for persevering through these four days. They get a good chunk of change for winning. But man, what an exciting event. And I think uh, for people who listen to this podcast, who you know, like the competitive aspects of this, this has to get your blood flowing. If you are a fan of Arena or just a fan of uh, Hearthstone in general, um, like I was enthralled watching the constructed version because I knew what was at stake, how many points were at stake. Uh, I watched Mercenaries and I was watching, uh, you know, kind of trying to understand at least what Luna was was doing with her comps. So... Let's get more of this. That's just it. Let's get more of this. Let's see more, uh, more of this stuff. And uh, some boomer out there might be telling you that next Global Invitational Arena will be in here. I'm not as optimistic <laughs> as that. Um, but I think that... I don't know. If China's organizing it, China's pretty big into Arena. Yeah, well, here's the issue. Uh, as of right now, because what really made BGs a tournament game is private lobbies. Um, as of right mm-hmm. now, there is no way to do kind of like 1v1. So, yeah, so you're drafting, not actually facing right? off nope.
0: against the, yeah. Yep. Well, that's, I mean, that's clearly never going to happen.
1: So. <laughs> I, I, I do think that Arena has potential for competitive events. It's just right now, you know, you've been a part of Arena events. I've been a part of Arena events, whether it's Twitch rivals, whether it's private events, uh, etc. Um, it's very awkward. There are two ways oh, to do it. it's a high score system. Yeah, it's a high score system against the field in which people can snipe and have sniped uh, you and me during events. We've both experienced mm-hmm. people sniping. Um, there's no way around that. It, it But there's a delay, and you don't know who you're sniping. Right, so people just, like, snipe. Or they try to target players... Um, so it's you versus... you're
0: streaming on a delay, Mm -hmm. so all you know is the field is going to be played around this time, so it's equal opportunity sniper, right? Like, you can't sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to snipe down Collins, because I want him to get a lower score. You're just sniping whoever you get queued to with a strong deck. And you can't see their hand, uh, or or deck, um, and you probably don't know who you're facing, because you're on, like, the 5 minute or 15 minute delay or whatever, so... It's. I don't think that sniping is a huge problem in, a, in arena uh, tournaments because it's, it's equal opportunity sniping. And you, you still have chances to beat the snipers at least somewhat because yeah. they at least don't see your... They don't know who you
1: are and they don't see your hand. But part of the issue is you might face someone who is super Papega, who might not know yeah. what they're doing or you might face uh, an actual competitor, right? Like an actual participant in the mm-hmm. event in which case they're at least pretty freaking good at hearthstone right yeah. uh so th- there's that's just part that of the game thing. that's you know, just part of the it, rng it, it is it is part of the rng, RNG the, although it's pretty big rng <laughs>
0: but, but it's it's in the arena that's the whole point of being in the arena right sure. <laughs> like you are not in there being match made against right.
1: opponents of roughly rough i'm just saying that point. it's one of those things in which um I think that some people are like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And others are just like, "Uh, it's kind of like, you know, we're dealing with an imperfect system here. And that's one of the issues with Arena. It's like, as of right now, there's no clear-cut, clean way to run an Arena. I don't see that
0: as, like, an imperfection of the system. That is the entire system. Like I said, there's no matchmaking. The whole strength of Arena is that it's an elegant system. You can't, like, if you made an Arena matchup where it was only good players playing against good players, that would be warping the game. Because there is no version of Arena that exists like that, and so people who are good at Arena aren't necessarily good against playing against other really good players. That's, that's not even part of the game. Like, that would be the weird thing to do to Arena, to create like a hybrid competition, right? Which you can do, right? You can set your own rules in any competition you make. But the normal way to do an arena one is to just compare high scores, which, you know, I get doesn't fit the whole uh, other things, like PvP and Mercenaries, like Battlegrounds, like Constructed, where you are being matched against other really good players, and that is the point of that competition. But that, that, that doesn't change the arena
1: competition style. Like, that is what arena is. Right, except that that's also not exactly what it is as well, because it just ends up being a lot of players really good like cuz you'll have like 60 good players yes. queuing up at the same time queuing up at the same time yes like
0: if anything <laughs> the fact that you are facing up against other people in the competition is the
1: negative right so not the positive look, this even all though that's this what all want to see. like goes to my point that whatever happens cuz you can say like oh they should all be facing each other or it should all be very clean it just create like as of right now any arena tournament if they do it in this way it, it, because the other way is to just transfer it to constructed but then you can't like draft three of a card and whatever and there's also like you know that's all obviously not queen in any way as well right um but yeah in this way it's just it, it always is this weird sort of like oh okay i guess we'll do it in this way it doesn't exactly capture what arena is um but sure this is fine um Yes. the other most like just battlegrounds transfer it doesn't capture more
0: transfer
1: right like what, it's not like have. battlegrounds captures what
0: battlegrounds is because you have uh you have teams
1: no no no, no and, there were no, no no there were no teams here
0: okay uh, but 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 I mean like in normal battlegrounds battle in most battlegrounds uh tournaments that I've watched uh it you you have systems that are you know not exactly the same as
1: battlegrounds well no uh, most of them actually do it's the weird team ones that no oh, I see uh, uh, well, the there's I there's just also just the just singular tournaments, right you enter, you just try to get the highest score you can um, and then you know you move on right non-team ones are very uh easy, right? You just try to get the highest score. Um, and even team based ones here, the the way that the Global Invitational worked was they are separated. you can't mm-hmm. have any skins, you're in streamer mode so you can't see who you're up against. so it's actually it is a four v4. But because you don't know yeah. who is on the other side, you just have to try to do I your see. best and kill. And then the okay. scores just end up being what they are. So you really are because if no one knows who each other is, and you're you're just purely incentivized to get the best score that you can, it's basically the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, I do agree. If they do a team one in which you can talk to your teammate, you know who they are, you can set up like good Reform steals, you can set up like return. Like the ones that Blizzard very, has set
0: up before are all yeah.
1: teams. Yeah B- Blizzard likes to set up the uh the team ones. Um uh, but once again there is a way to uh Blizzard has created a way for BG tournaments to easily replicate the um the you know the the, the pure BG play style right and if you mm. want to change it you, you you can. So um at least BGs has that. Arena doesn't have that right now. Right. Anyways. Um, so yeah. So uh, let's, let's talk
0: about um, the, the big news that, that just dropped uh, a couple hours ago, uh, which is XR made a tweet that was uh, in big capital letters, Arena players, pay attention to this. And when, when, when a dev, uh, when, when a Hearthstone dev says Arena players, pay attention to this, you're like, oh crap. This There's dozens of like, us. Like, like Like twice before in the history of all eight years of Hearthstone, maybe? and uh and so every all the the entire arena community had paid attention and uh ixar dropped a a proposal you know not a final thing but like a proposal for what the current pitch is for an arena rating system you wanna you want to go over his tweet yeah okay it's a
1: little complicated so stay with us yeah stay with us here all right so once again ixar said that this is not like a final kind of uh, system uh, that's going to be put into place. This is just his thoughts, he's sharing an N idea. So here's his pitch. He's saying that there are going to be three numbers here. There's going to be a rating, which is the the number that is displayed. Okay, so the displayed number, and then there is your average wins per run, and there's also your class score. So your rating is going to be your average wins your, your rating, your class okay. For.
0: Before we get there, like just keep the, the three numbers. The only one that is your rating is your rating. Yes. like battlegrounds has a rating. C- uh, Constructed doesn't have a rating. It has like a. a, a it's got a rank. But, it's got a rank. Yeah, it's got a rank. But battlegrounds has a rating. Mercs has a rating. It's that thing. It's called a rating. Yeah, like that's the one that you see. That's the one that. It's your score. Anyone would really care about, regardless of your like. And the other systems, you have internal MMR. But anyway, but that's the rating. And the other two are the ones that are used to make up the rate.
1: yep so um he says your average wins are your average wins i think we can understand that right let's say you do 30 runs and then you average you know uh seven uh your average wins is seven no matter how, how much you do how many runs you do whether it's yeah uh, you know, assuming there's a minimum whether you do 30 mm-hmm. or you do a thousand uh, if right. your average is 7, it is 7. So that's one of the numbers. The second number, the class score, that is your highest win total on each class added together. So, um, let's say you... Uh, so,
0: so it'll be 120 points max. Yes. it'll Because be, you can get 12 wins with every class.
1: Yep. It'll be 120 uh, 20 points max. Um, now there's a caveat to this that he explains later, but we're going to leave that there for now, because I want to explain it in the way that he explains it. Um, Ixar says, one of the reasons I like this system is it encourages class diversity has mostly forward progression, but the best players will still ultimately have the best rating. So long as they choose a diverse subset of classes, um, we'd probably give you 10 points per win. So ratings are in the thousands rather than the hundreds. Uh, he said this way they'd look more similar to BG slash Merc numbers. Mm-hmm. Also, this is where th- this is where there's a caveat. So Ixar has identified that um, one of the problems with this initial class score is that let's say priest kind of sucks. You luck out. You pick priest once. You get 12 wins. You lucked out, right? Like yeah, you played well. I'm sure you're you're the best ever. Um, but you lucked out. You got 12. So you, you you shouldn't touch it again, right? So you actually shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So here on the next tweet, Ixar says, I'd also consider giving quote bonus points for 12 win runs, meaning your score for an individual class could go higher than 12. This way there is still minor incentive to play classes you've gone 12 with. He doesn't give specifics here. And obviously I understand, like we don't need specifics yet, but he has identified it's like, okay, you know, uh, there is right now an incentive for someone to, try to high roll high roll and once Mm. they do to actually not play that class over again so there should be some incentive there let's just assume that whatever system it is because xar has identified it um it it does reward you like more so than it punishes you for playing a class more if you think that you could do well on the class so yeah uh, so, so let's talk about the big thing in here, which is less
0: about all the math and how you get to the scores, and we'll dig into that afterwards. But the big thing about this announcement is not, well, first, is that they're still thinking about Arena. We haven't been totally forgotten. I keep yeah. saying they're thinking about Arena just slowly, and, and Murphs keeps being like, eh, nah, nah, but obviously they, they are uh, just working on a slow time. Well, it's like, even
1: bigger- I mean, I'm sure they're thinking of it. It's like, you know, they could be thinking of it, but are they thinking of it you know that's where i'm yeah, like eh. they
0: allocated their resources it's a yeah. giant corporation they've pre-allocated the resources months quarters ago um, and they're you know yeah. it's low priority but, but it's it's getting there right this is how companies work. also
1: before you um, go on i just want to finish up with his his thing um oh, okay. he, he, he's saying that like you know taking these two things into consideration your uh kind of rating uh which is your class score times your average wins uh there will be a live leaderboard to reflect this score and he, no,
0: that's exactly what i would say
1: oh okay and the reset time is probably i'm just reading the tweets man i just want to read through mm-hmm. these tweets you know okay. let me read through the tweets uh and then the reset time will probably be two or four months um and that's basically it. and afterwards he asked for feedback so first of all uh before we give any sort of analysis If you're listening to this and you're like, wait, I have a lot of thoughts on this, go tweet at Ixar. He tweeted Mm -hmm. this out for a reason. Um, Go respond to him. I responded already. Uh, First of all, just to thank him for sharing because he didn't have to, right? He didn't have to Mm -hmm. share. And I think that just the fact that he's putting it out there trying to elicit feedback is good. And if you have valid uh, concerns, criticisms, or just sort of feedback and and additions to- just positive feedback yeah exactly like thank you yep go like all good stuff go tweet at him go share your thoughts um and and in terms of like the positives um i mean like i thanked him there as well like remember he doesn't have to share this so the fact that he is sharing this and is sort of like brainstorming with us I think that even if you don't necessarily agree with this entire thing, which I will address, um, it is very nice that he is sharing it with us. Okay. Um,
0: the the main point that I want to highlight here before we get into the details and the you know the math and the whatever, which is probably more what XR was looking for in terms of p- feedback. But oh my God, we're going to get an actual rating system in the arena. It doesn't matter what it is at this point right now, right? Like it's going to be something. You may like it. You may not like it. But there will actually be a rating that will be called your Arena rating at some point in the nearish future. And it will be live updated on a leaderboard. The same way with Battlegrounds. The same way with PvP Mercenaries. Arena is going to be on that leaderboard website. Because there's a website. I don't know if you guys uh, uh, check it or not. Um, but uh, the ranks the top 200 uh players for like battlegrounds for uh, P- uh PvP mercenaries and um it's live updated and that is a a pretty big deal for players who care a lot about their ratings but even for players who don't care that much about their ratings just having a rating in the arena in the client that in itself will legitimize the progression within the game so they have an achievement system which semi-legitimizes it right it gives you some carrots some incentives and just like something to check off to get your 12 wins and whatever but having an actual rating system you can see that score goes up go up and that's one of the reasons why xr has put so much uh and you know the i'm sure not just him but the the team five has put so much emphasis on progression into this rating. They could have, and, and they normally would. Like, your, your starting basis for creating a ratings for anything is, like, MMR, right? It's pretty basic. You just take the MMR system, and then you say, oh, the good players win more against other good players or whatever, and then they lose more against whatever, right? And then your MMR goes up and down. But Blizzard never does that. And, in fact, I think most uh, most games don't actually give you the MMR, but they give you something very similar to it. Like, your Battlegrounds ratings is not your MMR. You have a different internal MMR. The battleground ratings is set up to give you a sense of progression, so you can climb, right? But also to reflect, like after a while, to really get more and more closer to your actual MMR. So it actually is an indication of skill too. Um, you're still being match made against your internal MMR. In arena, I, I'm I'm assuming this, but I think based on some of his comments uh, in the in the later tweets, this rating will be visual only, and it will not actually affect the underlying matchmaking of arena, which Later on, he says, "If we just took the MMR system and like made it happen in Arena, you will have weird results. Like you go one three, and your rating actually goes up because you were facing like really good players or whatever. Um, so to get rid of all that, the Arena rating is actually going to look very different than your Battlegrounds rating or your PVP Mercenary ratings because it is not like just a reflection of your MMR plus how much you've played." They're building in more progression than just i played a lot of arena. They're building in class diversity. You don't get more rating points for using different mercenaries in mercenaries PvP. You don't get more Battlegrounds points for picking different heroes. And Battlegrounds gives you the same, like you get what now, like four options and you get to select one? Um, you don't get extra points for like selecting the bad hero. But here in Arena, the proposal is that you would get that because they really want to build this progression. Um, Which which I think is interesting. But that's how important progression is uh, generally to to the whole design process. And the fact that you will have a rating, all players will have a rating, casual players, hardcore players, and they will be in the client. And for hardcore players, there will be a leaderboard. Like That itself is huge. Not looking at how the rating is actually calculated. That in itself is a driver of both progression for regular players and also of just some kind of measure of skill, however perfect or imperfect it is for top players. And it'll warp the game, at the top at least, because people will do whatever it is you're incentivizing them to do.
1: Yeah. Um, Look, so one of the things I tweeted out at Ixar, um, I figure I'd talk about... Look, I have many thoughts on this, uh, and... I decided let's just share one thought for now. Um, and I, I once again, look, I think it's easy to tear something down. It's very easy to tear something down. Um, it's much harder to kind of add something that you think, oh, your idea in addition with this will make it work. As of right now, I can only provide a criticism. But I think is an important one. But I wanted to mention this just because, like, I don't want people to think it's like, oh, you're you're you know, you're just looking to hate on this idea. Um, I want to constantly emphasize that arena getting some kind of bump, getting some love, getting a a, a score system would be so clutch for arena. Mm-hmm. It's so necessary. Arena right now is fundamentally the same format that it was when the game was in beta. It just is. And so for it to get something that players can hang their hats on. Um, if you remember we, we had a couple podcasts with Sunglitters and each time we'd ask her about this, and she says seriously, because she is such a competitor, Arena just didn't have an like didn't have enough of that like uh for her. Uh because she is hungry to compete, she wants to stomp people. And you can have that in BGs. Like, you, first of all, you're facing like good players, uh, but second of all, there's a number, right? You can get the number higher, so that would help uh, there. One of the issues that I tweeted out to Ixar is that looking at this current system, unless I am understanding it incorrectly, the goal, the objective for any live leaderboard, is that there should be a singular goal. And objective for players such that they should always be trying to reach higher getting as many points as possible at any given moment one of the problems if you were to keep the current arena structure or format with the adjustments that they make to classes in which the worst class is sub 40% sometimes the best class is You know, over 55% easily in some metas. So you have this like 15% swing, uh, give or take, in some metas. Um, What happens is the live leaderboard is kind of useless because the person who jumps out immediately to a lead, what does that mean? It means that they played all the classes, and it means that that was a mistake. Because it always is a mistake if you're playing all the classes immediately. Mm -hmm. What you should do is let's say Priest is 37% win rate. Let's just say, you know, like you're in a meta in which Priest is 37% win rate. You want to be able to pass the marshmallow test, you need to be able to bite the bullet. You have a fat zero for your Priest class score until one month later, Priest gets adjusted. If not to a mid-tier class, maybe to number one. They're now at 56% on HS Replay. They have all the class cards. They have all the Elks. They have, let's say, Psychic Scream is in the meta now. Uh, you know, They also just get more, let's say, Scorpid is in the meta. They also just get more Scorpids than everyone. Maybe. Uh, so this is one of the issues I see with this current iteration. And once again, w- like this is just something that Ixar threw out there, but I want to make sure we respond properly um a live leaderboard if you are wanting to have a live leaderboard shouldn't have this sort of tension here where you want players to get higher scores but if players look carefully and they want the highest scores eventually by the end of the leaderboard they should actually pass the marshmallow test and then Mm -hmm. only play and only grind during specific times and also, I was talking in Discord with some uh, some me- members of the Arena community as well. Um, it also means that you kind of can't take any time off because mm-hmm. whenever yeah. you take time off, let's say for this like you know few week period, uh, if you were to take time off, that was your period to make Shaman, which was let's say previously bad and now very good. That's for that's your time to grind Shaman and to increase that score. And let's just say, you know, based on Ixar, uh, identifying the issue with, you know, sitting on a class, it actually is uh, beneficial for you during the time in which Shaman is good to get multiple 12-win runs and bring bring down your average from like a 12 for your first run to only like a 9.6, you know, during that time for like, a small period of, of of runs but still you know like you, you played it more than just once um and if you didn't play at that time the opportunity is gone like you, your shaman score uh statistically and you know just probability wise will never be as good as someone who played during that time these are just some issues i saw with it i try to communicate it um but it, <clears throat> it's one of the problems in which having a live leaderboard has versus this like adjustment uh problem that the arena has had uh that becomes even more amplified when you have this live leaderboard um and I just don't see a way to kind of reconcile that yeah
0: let's let's start in the at the top the only the, we're just talking about the leaderboard so all we care about right now is hardcore arena players when it comes to not hardcore arena players it doesn't matter what you do you just have to have a rating there has to be a progression element to it so that their rating goes up, at least for the first few bit, and then eventually it has to level out into some test of whatever you consider skill. The rest of it, it's not that big of a deal. When you have the leaderboard that's a live updating leaderboard, so first of all, so I just want to set that the only considerations we're talking about are at the top right now. When it comes to the middle and the bottom, as long as you don't get rid of the initial progression system and the fact that it levels out at some point, you're good. Battlegrounds does it, Mercenaries PvP does it, Um, this is, it's it's very not hard to do, and you can do endless varieties of it, and it'll all come out pretty okay, right? Like, the one pitfall that I could see is if you make it super complicated, and then people just get turned off trying to, like, even look at what the rating is, but unless you go there, everything's gonna be more or less fine. At the very top, nothing's going to be fine. I'm gonna say this, like, flat out. It does not matter what Blizzard comes up with. The system will be game. Why is Blizzard coming up with this system of weird classes and whatever? It's because they have a current system right now, where you just do the top, I don't know, 30 runs in a two month period or whatever it happens to be, and the people who do it just game the system. They only play the top classes, they play 30 runs in like one week in the most unbalanced meta possible, and they try to high roll that class as much as possible because, you know, metas are going to be unbalanced. And and that's not something Blizzard can fix. Blizzard can make an unbalanced meta more balanced by classes, but there will always be a period where it's unbalanced because Blizzard doesn't do sufficient internal testing, if much internal testing at all, for the arena. So that's just, like, your beta testing Blizzard's, I mean, you're, like, alpha testing Blizzard's arena balance for, like, the first few days or, like, week or whatever of any new meta, right? So anything you do will be gamed. It's currently being gamed, Blizzard saw a problem Team 5 was like Okay this will kind of Fix how it's currently Being game Well fine People are going to game it another way I don't really see Merps' thing of like Oh you can't take Any time off as a problem Like if you want to Make the leaderboard Sure Like you know but Why should we reward People taking time off Isn't that kind of Against the whole point Of the leaderboard Is that it's for The top players Who are playing this Very intensely um, I don't really See a problem with that But it is just a way Of gaming the system Right But every way Is a way of gaming the system more than not being able to take a time off, you can't play the game anymore under the, under the system uh, XR proposes. That's my biggest problem with it um, is that the, the whole system just can't exist like that because what you'll incentivize is someone meeting whatever minimum threshold there is a number of games played and then someone will get up to a hot streak right to start off and then they'll just stop playing or they'll only play the like bad classes as it goes on right and, and like and, and get up. So, it, like, if I'm averaging 10 wins per run, and I have for a number of games uh, at a time, I'm not going to keep that up. The the people who in the past have averaged uh, 10 wins per run on a 30-run basis, they're not going to keep it up. There are certain metas in which you just can't get 10 wins per run. Many metas, in fact. So, you find the right meta, you play enough games in that, and then until it resets, you're really not incentivized to play. Uh, and, And... they already have a way of fixing the problem which is just to kind of reset more frequently but um, it doesn't really fix it and they're not, there's no fix to this. Uh, the, the current fix to it is that you only take the top scores for a certain period so that your top players can still play the game afterwards at least. So if you're creating a new system where your average is going to be part of your ratings, the ratings then have to actually keep inflating quite significantly so people have to keep playing or your ratings have to degrade like an Overwatch, for not playing, to force you to play X number of arena runs every single week, right? Like, that's a, system, it's a pretty normal system. A lot of games use it. Um, like, you have Battlegrounds that uses an inflation system, or you have Overwatch that uses a like penalty system for, for being idle. You need something like that. On the class side, why are heroes not... Like, why are heroes in Battlegrounds not under the same system? There's nothing fundamentally different from this arena rating system and a battlegrounds rating system. You're both offered a random selection of, you know, a few heroes. You don't get full selection over which hero you pick. You get a minor amount of selection. And then you just kind of have to deal with it. They're both limited systems. Their rating systems should work the same way. And the reason that it's not used for Battlegrounds, maybe the reason is that at the time they are rolling out Battlegrounds, you know, MMR system. was just too complicated and they didn't want to do that yet. And they're thinking of doing this for Battlegrounds too, maybe. But at the end of the day, whatever the system is, it should be aligned with Battlegrounds. I don't think Arena is so special in this whole like class diversity thing or this whole progression thing that it is in any way, shape, or form different than Battlegrounds on those two areas. Obviously, Battlegrounds is eight players and is a pure MMR kind of system, whereas Arena, your matchmaking is matching you up based on the number of wins you've had rather than your MMR. Uh, But that does not affect progression. That doesn't affect class balance. So if you're concerned about those two things and making your rating system, Blizzard, do whatever it is you do in Battlegrounds and the entire Arena community will be as happy as the Battlegrounds community. And you should be really focused on making the Battlegrounds community happy because that is, probably always going to be a bigger thing than arena and at least right now it is a way bigger thing and so you should be worried about that in the first place so my advice to blizzard would be to stop trying to get creative on an arena specific way arena is very elegant limited game modes are very elegant their whole draw to people is their elegance the more weird stuff you stuff into a rating system, the worse it'll be for the top players at least. So whatever happens at the bottom with the progression and the middle and all that, once you get near the top, once you start having any time any chance of being sniffing the leaderboard, it should go the same way battlegrounds goes, which is into an elegant system and um like, like, we're set, right? We, we've we've so seen this tweet for like two hours. We're not solving the problem here of people just playing the top classes. That system should already be solved within the game itself, because you're only offered three of the ten classes each time you queue. So, what this is trying to solve now is that they think that that's not enough, uh, and and really, that's a game problem. That's not a ratings problem, right? Like. You, you, the, the only ratings problem that you that you need to solve is to incentivize people to keep, like at the top, is to incentivize top players to keep playing. And you already know how to do that. It's inflation or it's penalty. It's very easy. Almost all MMR systems use it. All of your MMR systems use it. So just do that. Like that's that's just, at the end of the day, that's, that's my advice to it. The, the fancier stuff never helps. It could hurt. It could not hurt. But to top players, it'll never help.
1: Yeah. Um, i agree that complexity is an issue here um and and that kind of also goes to the heart of the point i was making as well in which any time in which people have to strategize in in a very outside of the game way um i don't like that it's and it's part of the reason why i have been not a fan of these adjustments right Uh, like I won't call them micro-adjustments, like they are adjustments, right? Um, It's because in order to see when they hit, in order to understand how big of an impact it has had, I can never see it in the game. I have to be an HS replay hawk. And sometimes, it's not enough for you to just see what classes are good and what classes are bad. You have to understand why. Oh, epic offering rates are lower, they're higher. Oh, these three specific legendaries are showing up more than other ones. That's happened, by the way, and uh, and not like more as in like fifty percent more, more as in ten times more. Yep. Um, it was what Zephyrus and what what else? I I forget during that uh, time. This has happened multiple times. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, the more complicated you make this score, like, so m- let's say, uh, you know, Ixar has smartly identified the problem of people sitting on something. So we make a system that incentivizes, but now there's kind of like an equation for the more you play, we're not going to penalize you, we're actually going to reward you for playing as well as you do well, but then you, you know, you have to understand that this is the way you're scoring is going to be placed like oof that's like they're kind of so much
0: complicated math into this that they don't know the answers to and the answers change meta to meta yeah and now you're pushing your top players to do this math and figure it out because that's what's going to be the difference between the very top players and the next round of players and people are either going to not do that and then your ratings is going to be not reflective of who people generally think has performed best in the season or they're going to do that in which case you're now kind of grading people on how well they identify whether one extra run as priest at 42% is worth it yep. or if it needs to be 45% win rate for it to be worth it. Yeah, And the person who figures that out the best would have some kind of advantage, especially when you multiply it over 10 classes. Um, and I don't know. Like, th- this is just... If you do it, people will do it, right? Like, it's not that the top players care about this kind of stuff. Um, someone will go and, like, you know, math it all out and do a pretty good job at it, and they'll get number one, or they'll just get much higher than they would normally get otherwise. And uh, no matter what system you make, they're going to do that. So just make that part very simple so that everybody has access to it. Like, the problem is that you don't want that to be secret information. You want that to be the most public, basic intuitive if possible information if not intuitive at least simple to explain yep and just reading through xr's tweets of this class system it is not a simple system the considerations are actually to make it even more complicated rather than less complicated that you know other alternatives that xr proposed further down the chain and i feel like it's over engineering a problem that doesn't exist arena is battlegrounds on the rating system just make it battlegrounds on yeah, or if you... Using wins rather than, you know, like uh, MMR.
1: If you just think like, about it as well, if we're going going to do uh, a live leaderboard, but all we're doing is doing a live leaderboard instead of publishing a leaderboard at the end of whatever period that they so choose, is that better or worse than this idea that Ixar is floating right now? I would just prefer that a live leaderboard reflecting like let's say best 30 runs right like so at Mm -hmm. the beginning of the season they could just be like ah for you know the first week it's best um i don't know 15 runs or so and by the end of two weeks because you're going to have those grinders um it'll be like best 30 runs and they just keep it at best 30 runs uh and then that's sort of it it's just like a live tally of of the best 30 runs from all of these players um and it's simple it's clean uh, and I'm just like you know what that's fine and in, in a way I prefer that because of its simplicity um, and because neither of these problems solves the play the best classes when they are good mm-hmm. issue which is a problem that I mean you can think about a lot of solutions but it's just an inherent problem because of the way that the, the arena is set up right now so you'd have yeah, to change wait, why that why is Battleground not doing this yeah because no one in Battlegrounds
0: thinks it's a problem I don't know, maybe inside Blizzard they're like working furiously to try to solve this Battlegrounds ratings problem, Uh, and they're trying to test it out on on Arena right now. But I don't think the community, at least in Battlegrounds, thinks this is a problem. That people are, you know, uh, that people on the top of the leaderboards generally only use the top classes, and or they're like out there trying to figure out something to do with the other ones. Now, why would that be a problem in Arena?
1: Um, there's just going to be good classes. People will play the good ones, and I would say in BG the discrepancy is, uh, you know, just about as big, if not bigger, sometimes due to how the meta is, you know, shaking out. So yeah, I like I don't think that this problem of class diversity that a lot of people have pointed out um, uh, is necessarily solvable and it shouldn't be too much of a problem like if you think it's a problem that's fine but all of these other game modes and all so many different games period have it Mm -hmm. like there's going to be good there's going to be bad um so the the situation i propose like that's sort of what i always try to think about is this solution better than just a live leaderboard of the leaderboard that we have right now And I don't think so, because I like the simplicity there.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, I would convert it into a rating system. Sure, yeah, sure. And put some progression into it, and, you know.
1: Sure, that's fine. But, um, yeah, not the... Like, I think it's definitely a more elegant solution, um, and one that takes less... You in an Excel sheet, (laughs) or you kind of strategizing, thinking of all this stuff... um, and trying to figure out okay what is the best time to play a class how much should i play it right depending on this bonus and at a certain point i shouldn't play it slash i should play it i just don't love that um we can have disagreements there i think that's absolutely fine other people might have different thoughts i think it is just much cleaner to have kind of like a i will play whatever is the best class right now and then i will try to do the best of my abilities everyone will try to do that and we're taking out this sort of like, well, who calculated best the breaking point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are my initial thoughts. I'm going to emphasize this again. We should be thankful to Ixar for sharing this. This is a very preliminary idea, right? Like, let let please do not like go to Ixar's Twitter and just be like, I don't like this idea. I can't believe this is like being considered Blah blah, blah, blah. Um, we should encourage sharing of thoughts uh, like this. And it's one of those things where it is hard because we have identified that the class issue, if you wanna call it that, um, is almost impossible to solve. Right now, Arena needs something more than what it currently has to not just keep it afloat, cause it's not really floating. It, it, it is halfway down already. Um, we need something to revitalize it. And these ideas help. And whatever we can do to kind of push Ixar along, uh, I think would be good. So I, I just don't think that the ideas matter as much. Even if this exact idea
0: went live, like it would just be good to, for people to have a rating. Mm-hmm. That's all. Like The rest, you can figure out whatever. And I get it. You gotta figure it all out before you implement an idea, but... I would it would be better to implement a basic idea than it is to take longer to implement a more complicated idea. The whole point of a limited format, especially your very first limited format, is to keep it elegant, which should be the simplest thing and the thing that requires the least amount of effort to do from Blizzards perspective. and they just, they just keep not doing that amount. And they've tried things that are like, honestly, way more complex, like the bucket system, that launched and we were like, holy crap, is Blizzard gonna try to do this? And they tried to do it. And, and, and they failed, but like they tried, and they didn't have to do any of that, right? Like eventually, they were just like, all right, you know what, keeping it simple is actually the best. And I hope they learn something from that. Which is not that you cannot exactly find a better solution than what is elegant. Maybe you can. But you won't know that you found it until you do it. And you're going to miss so much before you hit on it. And y- Arena doesn't need that. Right? Like, what was the problem with duels? One of the problems was that you over-engineered the game. And like, I-, I know it's, it's it's hard as a game developer to not over-engineer things because generally that's what they get paid to do. But for something like a limited game format, less, more elegant ...is better 95% of the time. And the work that goes into trying to be the top 5% is appreciated. But right now, what Blizzard has done to the arena so far... ...in the 8 years they've had this game mode... ...is like bottom 2% of the industry. So, trying to get an A-plus here is not really worth their time. Like, the arena community just wants like... I mean, I think we'll be happy with a C product. We probably want a B product... And tr- if trying to deliver an A-plus product gets in the way of giving us a C or B product, I'm against that. And not to mention it uses more of their time and efforts and money and whatever.
1: I think that's like, fair. Like, uh, I, I mean, if you ask arena players, um, okay, would you prefer some sort of revolutionary change, or would you like the ability to spectate drafts uh, more... <laughs> like more uh kind of frequent yes the ability to spectate drafts um the like more frequent updates a little better communication on what's happening uh you know like sort of timely let's say uh pushing the button every two weeks at a specific time so that people know when the button is being pushed i think everyone would prefer that um at least the majority of the arena community which is you know like at this point, is a little bit kind of, like, uh devoted, uh insular to some extent, but very passionate about the game. I, yeah, like, this is sort of the C product that Adult is talking about. It's just some changes, some quality of life changes that, let's face it, 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 it's not like, oh, it'd be nice. It's that these are overdue, way long yeah. overdue for a game this old. It just makes too much sense. Um And for there to just be consistent updates of which if you look at other games around you know the industry or if you just look at some other blizzard games they do much more consistent updates they tell people what they're updating stuff like that so i think if you did a poll of the arena community the vast majority would say i don't need you to swing for the fences i like i would take this grouping like of it's consistent good things to. like please don't
0: swing to the fences because you've missed every time and it's understandable that you missed you're trying to
1: solve a really hard problem it's a very tough problem i agree right so and it's one of those things where it's kind of like um in some ways it's admirable but in other ways it's like this it, it, it's like if, if you know that climbing everest is going to be hard let's just climb the you know the, the the highest point in your state, right? Like, let's just go for that. Um, mm-hmm. It's like there's a certain point where it's like, yeah, it's it's cool that w- w- you know you have these ambitions. For example, the bucket system that was very ambitious, and if it worked, That's it would have been amazing. Yes. It would have been absolutely. That would have been my
0: proposal. But I would have needed, like, an actual dedicated person on Arena to monitor all that who's really good in Arena and knows all this stuff. And is, like, thinking more willing to
1: dedicate that person to doing that, I assume. Um, And also, something like, for example, if we were to do something like Synergy Picks, it had to have been much more than what we had gotten. I'm not going to say exactly in what way, because that's up to Blizzard. But they couldn't implement it the way that they implemented Mm. it that's really the issue so once again um i think that it's nice that we are talking about this stuff um but hopefully xr knows that it actually doesn't take like okay uh, if they're thinking they want to swing for the fences to make arena or whatever limited format let's say we're 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 thinking about arena 2.0 now it's not even arena it's like the next big limited format um in order to make that so much a success. Um, I hope he does understand that, like, arena wasn't that far off from, you know, I- if not being a much bigger game mode, from holding a lot more people's attention. Yeah, certainly yours and they mine, just, right? They just
0: had to—they just had to give like yeah. a D minus effort, and they gave like a yeah. F minus effort.
1: Exactly. So a lot of these quality of life changes, and a, a lot of these um, kind of you know more frequent updates. Uh, more communication about what exactly has been changed, um, just sort of dampen your your need to go on HS replay if you want to be one of the best players, or you know just be connected to this community in which you hear all the time. It's like oh, epic offering rates are up, and all oh, you know like we just got the button push here's sort of like how things are trending and sh- and shifting so don't don't draft demon hunters anymore you know like mages are the new thing um let's just kind of uh try you know try to make this not as necessary and i think that i mean arena players will will be much happier
0: yeah i mean that's not gonna happen though that requires actually balancing the game right which is actually hard It is hard. It is hard. So they're not going to, like, they've already committed down this path where you're just not going to know the information. So they could try to give you a lot of information, but it's going to come with so many holes, right? They'll just, and they have been. Like, they've been telling us when they're pushing the button. Um, They've been, you know, I I think the communication hasn't been that bad over the last, like, couple years. It's been much better.
1: It's been much better. Um, Although I I, I would say, um, as an arena, like, I think the arena community would want more. Um, I would say overall, the communication between the Hearthstone dev and Team 5 versus the community has been uh, much, much better. Um, but I do think the arena communication still lags behind a little bit compared to the communication in other modes. Yeah. Like, just, you know, compare
0: the Bembro days with what's been happening afterwards. It's it's night and day on the arena front, at least. Um, for for the non top arena players, which I feel like I feel like a lot of the purpose of putting more effort into the arena is not so much as to retain the arena players as it is to try to get other segments of either ex Hearthstone players or just Hearthstone players playing other game modes to try out the arena again and make it more of, you know, Hearthstone the hub for random things that you can do with cards and whatever. Um and Arena is a very accessible game mode to play for constructed players, uh, in that you already know all the cards uh, or a, a good portion of the cards and in getting that in like i think there's this idea that they won't like constructive players who may be able who may want to play arena just can't play arena now for some reason and, and there's like an effort to fix that but really if you just make arena shinier and then give a couple of quests that are like arena specific or like a quest line like what's being done with duels right now where like i mean it didn't get me to play duels um, but blizzard also hasn't updated duels in six months as far as i can tell um but it, you do something like that while putting shiny things in arena like this raiding thing potentially um potentially you you know recommit to actually balancing the game which has been kind of kind of dropped in the last month and a half i think it's just been very terrible um But it's it's stuff like that that'll get people back. You need two separate efforts to get people back, right? Or to get people to try Arena. One is the advertising front. You need to advertise to your current players, whatever, blah, 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 get them to try Arena. And the other one is to have a good product. Like, just have a good product. I don't think people need to, you know, jump into the Arena and win five games on average to enjoy the game mode. They certainly don't do that in Constructed. Like, Constructed is trying to get you to 50-50, right like arena is going to start you off below that because it just kind of has to um, but you got to give them some tools so that they can up their win rate and you try to give them those tools by making things accessible like one of the problems is if a lot of the arena players right now are people who know this stuff they're using HS replay or they whatever they've accumulated so much like you know, other stuff You make that stuff matter less, like Merv says. That's how you improve the game. Now, like, I get that that's really hard, but none of this other stuff is going to make that much of a difference. You really want to improve your actual gameplay and your actual ease of access and your actual features in the game mode. That's how you get people. Like, work on the fundamentals. Arena is all about the fundamentals. So, like, I don't know. the, 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 The bells and whistles here are not going to move the needle too much one way or the other. And it's just... Not, like, necessarily. Like, I, I, I'm reminded of, like, the this a Kipling poem that I really like. It's called The, the Gods of the Copybook Headings. And I don't know if people are familiar with it or not, but the general quote uh, of it that they come back is that the gods of the copybook headings, I notice, will outlast them all. All these innovations happen, but in the end, humanity always crawls back to this safe, kind of conservative position. Not because it's wrong to progress, but because that's what we know. That's what has worked in the past. That's why people are playing Arena. That's why people play the limited format in Magic the Gathering, which is what you base the whole game off of. Like, there's no reinventing the wheel. There's no, you know, you could make the wheel a little bit better or whatever, but first you have to have a wheel. And, and, and like I said, the, the main problem that every single person who's played Arena and quit has quit because is because that there wasn't an upkept wheel. It was just a broken wheel that Blizzard's been giving sub two percent like of the developers' ratings like efforts into. And so yeah, like give it a C, give it a B, and you'll be fine on the on the retention point, which then brings to getting new players in. And, and then you just gotta have a big advertising effort on that one, like. Offer some incentives. Hearthstone players love free gold, right? Um, don't don't give free, Well, like you, you give some free gold that if you complete like an arena run or whatever, right? Like two arena runs, try out different classes. You know, maybe every single season you can, you know, those achievements that currently reward just achievement points, make them reward packs. Like for playing the arena of a certain time and maybe like put a limit, right? Like get three wins as rogue or whatever, right? Like, so that you, you get people to, to do that, so that they don't just, you know, queue in and immediately concede um, to get their free pack or whatever. Uh, but, like, that's that's a different thing. I, I think there's, uh, I don't know, uh, I think the focus is, is kind of on the wrong thing, at least in this, right? We don't know what all, what all the thoughts and all the work they've been doing on behind the scenes are. But in terms of this, I just don't think it's a it's a big needle mover um, one way or the other, and I prefer it simpler. Um let's you have any more thoughts on this before we move on to the like we keep talking about fundamentals let's move on to the actual fundamental problem in arena right now and why everybody's quitting
1: sure um i'm just going to emphasize once again that um you know one thing that could really help uh is if you care about this issue at all tweet at Ixar. if nothing else whether you think it's a great idea whether you think it's a terrible idea but m- make sure you give constructive criticism if you don't like it don't don't bother the guy um him seeing that there are people who care that care about what happens that care about what he says uh about this that'll go a long way and it's part of the reason why i responded um i wanted to at least you know if my idea like, Uh, isn't kind of, like, digested, and if he disagrees with it, which is fine, um, at least he knows, hey, you know, Murphs doesn't play a lot of Arena anymore, but uh, he still wrote, like, three Twitter responses to me, so at least he cares. If he gets a lot of people to, you know, kind of say, hey, I love this, can we expand upon that? I don't like this, or can you explain this uh, a little bit more? That is just, no matter what you say, it's fuel for Blizzard to... Uh, further work on this to further think about it's like okay well arena is worth thinking about and they might already have decided that it is worth thinking about or, or whatever i and have no have idea, idea what goes on they, yeah but it's always but good, to, it's good you good know,
0: reinforce that right it's like if yeah. they're doing a good job at something it's always nice to hear that you're doing a good job on something
1: and if you want a say whenever they reach out like this we should we should tell them what we think then because they're asking mm-hmm. for feedback, so give it. So I'm just gonna emphasize once again, if you have any thoughts about it at all, go tweet at Ixar. If you're confused about something, go ask him a question. Um, if you appreciate, just like I appreciate, the fact that he's sharing this, tell him that. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, don't just sort of, like, it, 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 it's like the voter thing. It's like, if you didn't vote, don't complain after, afterwards about like what what happened kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and even if your individual vote will never matter. Yep. Everybody should go and vote. You should go and vote. And just like here, you should go if you have an opinion. You know, don't just mm-hmm. go and be like, I like turtles. D- don't don't don't. <laughs> or at do least that. like okay. like
0: the opinions that other people have said that you
1: agree right, with like right. his
0: post or like his tweet, tweet or whatever. Right. Show, show show the support.
1: Don't don't go troll him, okay? Uh but I encourage you guys we, we should, if as a arena community, we want change, we should uh, be be pushing this. We should be uh, kind of communicating our ideas effectively while we have the opportunity. Okay. Now let's talk about
0: what's actually wrong with the arena, which is none of that stuff. We don't need that stuff in the arena. People are quitting arena in droves right now. They'll you know, maybe come back when the new expansions come out, but Blizzard has announced that dual class arena will be here basically until the next expansion and they are they know that there's a problem but they at least haven't done anything about it yet which is what i want to address and i'm just not playing dual class arenas because i don't enjoy dual class arenas it's impossible to like really get a good grasp out of it's more broken than usual for some reason there are fewer class cards for like seven out of the ten classes and then three of the ten classes have like an insane amount of class cards i'm looking at you shaman um it, it's just it's it's kind of it's kind of a mess, uh, and it always is a mess, and they don't balance it and like whatever, right? I'm just waiting for the event to end, and so when everybody was disappointed that it wasn't going to be a month long event like it was the last couple years, and it was only one week, I'm like, good, I'll sit this week out. That's uh, so it's it's a it's a month long event. It's going to be more than a month long event, uh, but none of that matters. I'm not actually too upset at the class uh, thing being extended because I wouldn't play the arena anyway, even if it was single class arena. Because of everyone's least favorite card of all time that has, put into the, that has been put into the arena, Goliath. I've done the math. I've done my you know less algorithmy version of with my Excel sheet and the formulas for the ratings of it. Goliath is just a tiny bit worse than Ysera. And they are by far like the best neutral legendaries that Hearthstone has, has ever made. Like, you, you can't worry about things like Death Knights. Death Knights don't do anything close to what these guys do. And Engineer can discover Goliath. Right. Uh, and Engineers are all over the place. Uh, and they kind of should be in the sense that there's no real reason to not put Engineers all over the place. They're kind of a normal card. This is just a weird card pool that should never exist, where there's not enough mechs. And Goliath is so OP in the arena. So in the same way that you can discover dragons, uh, and then Sarah becomes a problem, you can discover mechs now, uh, Goliath becomes a problem. Uh, That's how the game is built. So one, they obviously have to do something about this. Arena is so terrible right now. I have played a number of arena runs since this whole thing began, because I wanted to play with some cards from the new set. And especially once I realized, once they announced that the dual class thing was going to go on for a while, I'm like, "All right, well, I'll play some then, right? Like, check out the Dead cards and whatnot." And every single run has been horrible, like it, it, a horrible, horrible experience. One because I'm not getting Goliaths. Uh, I've gotten almost one Engineer, and people usually have a lot more than one Engineer. Uh, but also, even and there's still the dual class thing doing other stuff to it. But 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 it's just nothing seems to matter. This is. This is like, I think, widely agreed to be one of the worst metas of all times, if not the worst meta of all time. And they need to change it. And the easy way to fix the problem is obviously just to reduce the engineer offering rate down to almost zero. And that will fix a bunch of the problem while hitting the button at the same time so you balance the classes a bit. And it's a dual class event. No one expects super good balance. So they could fix it pretty easily, I think. My question for you, Merbs, is what do they do going forward? We asked this to PJ last week, but I want to delve into it a bit more, which is, uh, and yes, Sarah's kind of a problem with this too whenever Dragon Generation starts to come in. Like, would you change the Discover mechanic for the arena? No. Or would you just ban these cards that uh, that are Discover, you know,
1: mechs and Discover Dragons? Or like, what, what's the solution here? Look, the way I look at it is there. there's a cost-benefit analysis to this, right? Because if you just say... The problematic thing is Discover, and we need to, whether it's getting rid of all legendaries from Discovers, whether it is kind of like taking a huge chunk uh, out of of Discover or whatever, I view that as kind of like chemotherapy for Arena. As in, if you guys don't know anything about chemotherapy, you're killing a lot of the good along with the bad. Um, So I don't love that maybe it's completely unrealistic for me to ask for this but i can tell you and i i talked to like to dreads about this like multiple times as well because both of us are i think a little bit puzzled by it um for me personally when i saw the announcement that blackwing was going to be banned before it ever hit arena i thought that we were setting a precedent here I thought that that was Blizzard saying, hey, we're going to take a 30 minute look and just think about what would be problematic for the arena. And even at that time, was Blackwing really good and premium? Yes. Was it like the best card ever printed even then? No, it was not. It was, you know, just a very, very good card. It's
0: tied for, like, the best cards
1: ever printed. It's, it's like... And, and it was a common neutral. It was a common neutral. But, like, it, it wasn't... In terms of its power level, it's not like it was just above and beyond yeah. anything we had seen and a- anything we've seen since. Especially not anything we've seen since, right? We've seen a lot of really freaking powerful cards uh, that win the game much earlier on as well, right?
0: Like, That'd be good, but if you guys are wondering, Blackwing's about the same power level as Goliath and, uh, and Ysera. So it's in that S tier.
1: Right. So look, it was really, really good. But if you look at stuff like ramming mount, right? And if you say, well, Murps, okay, well, that was a neutral. All right. Watch post. (laughs) Mm. If you look at something like watch post uh, and how watch post, I think most people, if not all people will agree, is much more frustrating than Blackwing.
0: But keep in mind, all right, so many top arena players... Looked at WatchPost before it was released and was did not give it the max score.
1: Really, I thought we it was were, just one. We, I thought it was just one.
0: Like, I it's, quite quite a bit more than one did not give WatchPost the the top rating that they that they had available into
1: their. Uh, uh maybe, but I think uh, ba- all of them except for like one said it would was very problematic.
0: Yes, it's very problematic yeah. a lot of things are very problematic and won't get banned is kind of my point right like is viper very problematic yes it's not going to get banned i don't think
1: so uh wait viper you mean scorpid scorpid okay okay not 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 sorry. not rust rot viper i was like yes viper you are correct it is it is not <laughs> problematic at all let's not it's yes, like oh man sorry. you really want yeti stone huh um okay so look when the black wing ban happened i thought Okay, like even if they don't get everything, like we should have a net, right? We should have a net and at the very least, you know, like, oh, we have someone looking at this stuff now. Maybe to, to catch it and uh, like, if not, you know, preemptively do it, do it really, really fast. So like, cause just a few days, a few hours after watch post drops, if you play in the arena, I think you'd immediately, as soon as you get hit mm-hmm. by that first watch post, you're like, okay. I completely understand now if i didn't understand before i understand now you get hit mm. by that first watch post where you drop that watch post on three you're just like this can't be in the arena like it, it just can't be it actually ruins the game um it, so we just need someone and i say just like because you you can laugh and say that's not possible but if we're talking about the most elegant solution kind of the best solution uh, or we can sort of, like, ban legendaries from discoverers. We can change our discoverer is done. I want a guy, uh, and it could be maybe just pulling good players from the community. Like, I don't know. you, Who's the most devoted player right now? Dreads, you can... Look, Dreads is a nice guy. You can call him up. I'm sure he'd help out. And he could tell you, for example, with a Ramming Mount and with, like, the Righteous Defense and everything. Those are cars that, you know... All, both of us and also something like watch Post, uh beforehand we can just be like hey we think that this is pretty problematic maybe we should just preemptively remove it or at the very least if you don't trust uh, if you don't trust kind of like that opinion you could just be like okay well we'll give it a couple of days yes. we'll just give it a couple days because within a couple days you the know. first
0: few days I don't think like people are be like oh this is terrible but they'll still play to play the other cards yeah. it's after the first couple days that people are like all right well now I can't play the game because it's terrible
1: yeah i think within two days everyone who played against ramming mount were just like this is really dumb and then who played against Watchpost, and right now we're playing against well right now it's 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 a fiesta because goliath is much more of a annoying card than righteous defenses because class car versus the car that everyone can discover from you know um you know how it is so but i think they can tell you uh pretty much immediately immediately that wow these suck they shouldn't be in be in the arena and whatever fun factor they give the player playing it uh, it takes away like 10 fun points for the person on the other side uh it, it's just a toxic card it's just very very it's, toxic
0: it's not even that hard to do for blizzard like here's here's my proposal because i do think that it is harder than Merps makes it out to be to figure out which card will actually destroy the arena beforehand um We do it with a very good success rate. Like, people will say that we're wrong about some things, but it's a very high success rate and we haven't missed a card that they banned yet. So, my proposal would be not to talk to us, but to just be over-inclusive about banning. It's okay to ban the top eight arena cards if two of them are going to be problematic. You should try to go for a lower number than eight if only two are going to be problematic. But I would rather see more bands in the arena of non-problematic cards than ban than like what's currently happening, which is that problematic cards stay unbanned for a really freaking long time. Yeah, okay. Like Arena has hundred, like what, fifty cards? I don't know how many cards they're releasing an expansion now. It's a crap ton of cards. And in Arena, it's not like you get to pick one and whatever. We're not gonna miss it if you change a 150 card release to a 145 card release. It's not going to be huge up in arms about this kind of stuff, and the communication of banned cards is way easier than this micro, sorry, this offering odds adjustment thing that they do, right? You could just put a little eye next to every single class that gets offered, and then you hover over the eye, and they have it in other parts of the UI, so I know they can do this. You hover over it, and it just puts up the banned list of the current cards that would have been in the meta that's currently banned. In fact, they don't even tell you what the rotation is right now, and they need one of those to first tell you what, what's actually in the rotation in the in-game client. But these are very easily communicable stuff. Um, of course, the problem I think goes beyond that for uh, for uh, Goliath, which is that Engineer is the card that needs to be banned.
1: Engineer and is it, the problem, A- and this is also why when Adrakta says like, "Yep, uh, like sneak, like Goliath." Um, is rated a little bit lower than yeti and if your automatic thought is wait wait, wait, wait. i did not say goliath is rated lower than yeti uh, no no sorry yesera i don't I, i'm oh, thinking of oh, yeti because okay. that's what okay. everyone i like did. i do not want that yeti. on the record uh, yeah this is exactly what he said <laughs> yeti, guys get the torches here. out get the torches <laughs> out um and you're thinking wait like goliath is so much more powerful than uh yesera um like you know that that's just been my experience Well, that's the rating for Goliath, not deep run Mm -hmm. into Goliath necessarily. Not Goliath on seven. Yeah, not Goliath on seven. (laughs) Goliath on seven, even when you miss, like here's the thing, Um, the problem, one of the problems with deep run is like, man, like anti-tempoing a plus one plus one, uh, it really matters uh, with that stat line and everything. But you know what really makes up for it? Uh, Goliath one turn earlier <laughs> makes up for a lot of things. So yes, um, that that's one of the problems. The fact that you can discover it and the fact that when you discover it and when it it is lowered by one mana, it is much, much better than Ysera. Just like how Ysera would be better if it were mm-hmm. cheaper as well. Like that. that's that's really the problem. You're discovering like a, a super Ysera card that by itself is about Yesera level. Only.
0: Yeah. Only. So I think the, the solution is to create a larger ban list that they currently have, including Ysera, including Goliath, including... I'm going to say Viper. Scorpid. Including Scorpid. Even though I do agree, like, I'm one of the people that defends Scorpid staying in the arena. I do not think it's problematic enough to be removed from arena, even though it is neutral. But I will take it out and be okay with that because I want them to be a little more over-inclusive over-inclu- in- about cars that are being banned in arena. And then also, and this is going to require some, you know, effort on their part and resources to remove all the banned cards from the from the Discover pool also. Like, yes, you do lose some things, but I think this is something that you can afford to lose. Like, you're, it's not even chemo, you know? It's like, you're chopping off your limb because you've got a mosquito bite. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's what's, what's gonna, what, what's happening here when you don't do something. Like, you're just letting it destroy the entirety of the arena when you could, you know, just kind of deal with a mosquito bite.
1: Yep. Um, so, look, we- we've talked about this uh, Sneeds issue, or Goliath issue, a decent amount, and there are whispers. There are rumors that this week... They will change some things, mm-hmm. and I will be very happy once they do, because I have not touched dual class at all since I have seen this. Like the very first day, it's pointless. It's totally pointless. It's to actually totally pointless. totally pointless. Totally pointless. Um, if you watch arena streams, some people may have good runs for a period of time. I understand that you can. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, this is secondhand information for me. Like for example, uh, Redbeard had a pretty good uh, stretch of uh, quite a few games. And then Redbeard just experienced the meta. (laughs) As in, didn't get deep runs, or got deep runs but didn't get Goliath, opponent got them, or opponent got like, you know, uh, an early lead through some other BS, Bone on 7, uh, or they just naturally had some other game-breaking legendary that they either discovered or whatnot, right? They had Kazakus into Crazy Potion, into Parrot, that doubled the potion. Stuff that you see normally in this meta now um and then he you know he his average sort of tanked and red beer is a good player if you have seen uh Dredd's stream the man is actually going insane uh i don't know how much longer uh, he can do this Is he for. still playing arena he's still playing it but no he's a broken man he is a shell of a shell of a shell of his I past self which is
0: yeah, doing that for this long
1: no uh, i mean you you shouldn't um and he's he's doing it though and uh yeah like look th- we know that this is something that blizzard has identified as so this is why people anticipate this week there will be a patch but once again mm. i i think someone in chat says that there won't be um, i'm gonna
0: believe that person in chat this feels like
1: oh a- a okay larger change. i mean look if Cora communicated that first of all thank you to cora for kind of yeah, putting her yeah for communicating that um and if you guys don't know, Cora has done a lot of communicating, and it's really not mm-hmm. her job. Korra's been
0: great. Yeah, it's, it's not even really not, not her, her job.
1: job. Um, so, you know, props to her for doing that. Also, <laughs> I, I, I like to think that this was some sort of initiation. Uh, but um, Alkali, <laughs> uh, who was a you know content creator streamer for hearthstone is now on the blizzard team so first of all congratulations to alkali i think super well deserved the community management for blizzard has been up and down i would say um and has seen its share of criticisms and i think that you know out of some things that they have probably mishandled or botched hiring alkali is one of the best things that they could have done so uh, good on them, but Alkali was the person who messaged and said we're having dual class for the uh, rest of this expansion, and she's just like, "Please, I'm just a messenger, don't hurt me," because <laughs> uh, I mean, she knows. It really doesn't she understands. matter though. Yeah.
0: Like it, it doesn't really matter. Like I, there's no competitive arena right now. Like even if you're just looking to improve your average, this isn't, there's no meta. Like it's just it's totally like unplayable. Yeah. Um, So they gotta fix that first, and then we can complain about dual class being longer. But I've just written Arena off until the next expansion. Um, Yeah, I... I'm playing Mercenaries. I'm enjoying Mercenaries. Uh, I want to talk more about Mercenaries, but we'll we'll do that maybe a little next episode. Yeah, Um,
1: I I think this is... They announce buffs.
0: Not specific ones except one, but they announce buffs. So there's kind of this direction of where they're
1: going to go with this game mode. I know. Uh, But... um yeah so look if we're gonna have this meta for another week and i don't know maybe changes are coming maybe changes aren't coming uh it's just it's just another unfortunate incident slash lack of response uh towards the arena community because this is unplayable and Mm. i hope that i don't use that word lightly i don't think i do i, you I typically don't
0: you definitely I typically, we, we don't use unplayable. i don't like say we, unplayable. we literally play arena yeah, right? like yeah, yeah we play it a lot through almost everything i mean we're not dreads we don't play it through literally everything uh but we're playing through uh, um i want to say 98 percent of the weeks that exist in since arena's been launched
1: yeah, I'll, this I'll is, always... This has
0: fallen below that 98%. Like, I, someone was, uh, I was... I was streaming at some point um, a couple weeks ago, and someone was like, wow, meta's got to be really bad. Like, Advokta is not playing Arena. I'm like, yeah. I can't remember the last time that I said I'm just not going to play Arena for a month. I mean, I literally have
1: never done that. Yep. Um, and it's it's really unfortunate. Like, I... The only thing I'll do uh, is, you know, at, at night, I will... Hang out in Dreads' stream. Don't don't judge me, guys, okay? Look, d- we don't have to talk <laughs> about this. But, um... And I'll watch him lose his sanity. And in a way, it's nice to laugh at a guy for not getting Goliath. And then, like, uh... Getting... Uh... Goliath. And then, you know, just, just getting beast-eaten every now and again. And by every now and again, I mean, like... You play a beast, and it's, oh God, going, to beast it's going to get eaten. It's going to get eaten. Uh there's just so many reasons for you to kind of just not even just get frustrated just like give up on the current meta there's so many reasons Mm -hmm. and um yeah so like if you're feeling that you can't play arena right now you will find from lots of people who play it as their j omega Lol b uh that yeah they would agree with you like i if if you watch dreads he will tell you it's like yeah i don't blame you for not playing arena right now he will say that with a straight face because you know he does it so and we can all laugh trends. at
0: him but like, yeah arena is is making a, a comeback <laughs> You,
1: you uh, sorry it's popping off those are his it's words popping off my bad my it's, bad it's i don't i don't hang out in dreads stream that much <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that 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 is true um so look uh Take some time if you want. Um, come back to it eventually. I'm gonna come back to it eventually. And right now, uh, I'm, I'm playing D2R just like I always do. It's been pretty fun. Um, and I will come back to Arena at some point because I, you know, it's gonna be fun. And, and they are
0: going to fix this Goliath. Though. They will There's fix no it. There's no way will they it. don't fix it at some point. It just may not be next week or or, or the week after. But <laughs> I I believe that Blizzard will have a fix before the next expansion launches.
1: Because I also don't think yes. they're going to
0: rotate out dead Deadmines. Like, that's not going to happen. And they're not going to rotate. Where, where's Engineer? Engineer was, uh, uh, was right with, like, Stormwind, right? Like, they're not going to rotate out Stormwind either when the next expansion launches. So they're really going to have to actually fix this issue. Or just, like, the, the easy way is just to ban Engineer, right? That'll fix the issue immediately. Um, but they're going to do something about it before the next expansion launches. I believe that. I have very little doubts about that. But, um, but who knows how many weeks it's going to take. Next expansion launches, by the way. Um, I, just November's gone, fast, gone by so fast. Like uh, We went to Vegas, and then since we've been back, it feels like it's been two weeks. And it's been like four? M- more than four? It's been five weeks since we were back from Vegas. It feels like it's been two weeks. Um, and so the expansion is going to launch in like three weeks, most likely. If it keeps the normal uh, expansion launch timings. Uh, so we're not talking about a long, long time here, but it's
1: not a playable meta until then. Okay. So look, that's basically it. And I certainly don't want this to be just kind of like a gloom and doom thing. If anything, Ixar's tweet should inspire some hope in, mm-hmm. in those of you who are still holding out hope. Um, and if the current arena is not something that you enjoy. That's fine. Um, it's not something anyone enjoys, but it's something that everyone has agreed is not enjoyable. Even Blizzard, like Cora, yeah. has communicated that they know this Deep Run Engineer uh, slot machine um, is not fun. <laughs> so they will work on it. A solution will come out at some point. And I understand for the vast majority of you, it's already much later than it needed to be. And I'll agree with that. But mm. it is what it is. So you can either be super complaining about it and, and, and just be unhappy. Or you can just do something else in the meantime. Just choose that. Just do something else in the meantime. And then come back later.
0: Mercenaries. That's what Blizzard wants you to do. Anytime. That
1: was the end end goal all along. Mm-hmm. To, to just make the other uh, game... But yeah, hey, hey, Blizzard got me. All right, they put out Mercenaries. It's not a
0: great game, but it's good enough to hook me. And the fact that it ties into Hearthstone is uh, is a pretty big draw for me. Like I, I was surprised, but I'm pretty hooked. I've dropped. Uh, uh, I haven't said it on here yet, but I've been saying this on stream. So I've dropped forty five U S dollars and nine k of gold into Mercenaries so far. I have I have a budget for myself to keep myself from you know either super pay to wing winning it uh, or to just like use all my gold on it. So I do have, and it's a uh, Wait. If you guys want to take this tip uh, to budget yourself, and you have a budgeting problems with these kind of games, because it is kind of a gotcha game. It's it's not a bad gotcha game in the sense that you can't really buy your way to victory, and Blizzard doesn't actually. Well, I, t- I said this before when I was reviewing Mercs. Blizzard has done a lot of things to make sure they're not taking your money in too fast, because they're thinking like th- th- it's not a gotcha machine the way other games run it. Like it's actually quite friendly to free to play, and very friendly to pay a little bit to play. Um, but I had it set up as a budget of 1k per legendary and five dollars per legendary that they add so that i don't fall into the trap of oh they add a new content let's just dump some more gold into
1: this so i have everything like i'm gonna force myself to grind a little bit or whatever why are but, yeah, you play using, using money at all when you have like how much gold do you have oh i have like a ton of gold but yeah, i want to have a
0: ton of gold what what's it the It feels good to have a ton of gold Okay, like, you, you may, okay. So some people make money, right? Yeah. So they can spend money. Other people make money to have the number get bigger in their bank account, like a video game. That's how I make money in real life, and that's how I make money in Hearthstone. Like I, have had a ton of gold since as long as I can remember because I've been an infinite player for like eight years now. I could take a, I could take a hit, right? Like I can take a hit in that. I'm not above using it, but but I'm not gonna like see it go down to like I don't know. 40k or some ridiculously low number like i, I started with uh, 80k i'm at like up, still above 75k now because i'm earning gold also right by
1: right on the battle track um but yeah okay i i don't oh uh, okay all right you know what I, at the end of the day nothing matters because it is just a game so i would stop trying to understand this <laughs> um it just seems oddly uh, like it would have made more sense if you just use money you know what i mean Yes,
0: yes. And then I want my you agree with this, to be as right? high as yes, possible. Exactly. I totally agree with no, that. No, you, totally you agree
1: have to this. agree with this. Like the mm-hmm. fact that you spent nine K and forty five dollars, I'm just like, this actually yeah, makes no sense.
0: So one thing I do like is to give money to anything that I am currently using, like whether it's like uh, you know, like if just you know if I'm, like a streamer right? if you're watching a streamer and then you like you sub right to give them a little bit of of whatever and so like i do do that with blizzard already but for like the longest time like initially i bought the pre-orders every single expansion and then i was like this is totally useless as an arena player and it actually costs a crap ton of money and i don't you know so i stopped for a few years and now they had a battle pass and so i'm paying for the battle pass in real money because you can't use gold for that battle pass um but now i'm playing mercs also so i'm adding a little bit
1: on top of that it's not that much okay but you you do understand this like the i, I would have asked no questions if you had just spent money <laughs> i would have just been like fine whatever he's you know he's eccentric in a consistent way but the fact that you split it i'm just like i don't i don't understand you're not even trying to maximize your gold now you, no, you just no, I'm,
0: not, I'm not trying to max anything i'm just trying to do what makes me feel best right because that's the whole point of playing these games like It's especially like PvE uh, mercs and like just leveling up all your comps and whatever. It's a grind. Like you do it only if you enjoy it and you want to do a brainless activity for a while, right? Like, and part of what makes me enjoy something more is that I'm actively supporting the whole endeavor. And yes, I'm sure Blizzard keeps track of how much gold I'm spending on, and goes like, Ah, that's gold that could have been used somewhere else and whatever. But I'm also sure they appreciate my money more than me using up my gold.
1: Okay. All right. That's fair enough. At the end of the day, it's all pixels. Nothing really makes sense. Mm-hmm. Alright, so, mm-hmm. look. Uh, did you want to talk about anything else? We've been going at this for a
0: while. No, I don't know. We've been going on for a while. Um, and that's because uh, XR dropped this on us like two uh, two hours before, and it was such a big arena news, and arena usually doesn't have big news, period. So we really wanted to talk about it. Uh, we'll-, we'll be back next week. Um, maybe there'll be an update on the arena. Maybe there won't. Maybe we'll talk a little Battlegrounds. Maybe we'll Dig a little deeper into some game design on how Mercs will look in the future with the balance patches. I don't know. We'll figure something out for uh, for next week. But if you're also listening to this and you're wondering what's happening to the Arena Coop, we're not going to. Like, we skipped the last Arena Coop because we thought it was just going to be one week of dual classes, but we're not going back to the Arena Coop until it's playable, which
1: <laughs> is not this week. It's probably not next week. I, I don't like, think because okay we want to look at the the goal of the coop right Mm -hmm. and it's not just sort of like oh like they don't want to reduce their average our average is kind of basically tainted already with the snipers and the and also it's just been a long time so like it's not just about that it's what is there to learn about this meta yeah yeah there's nothing (sighs) there's nothing like there, there's there, nothing. there's nothing to learn about this meta and whatever lesson there is i can tell you right now draft the deep run engineers get goliath uh, win just game. just try to win i don't know there's some like really bs stuff that happens and it 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 helps you for this meta to memorize that bs stuff and then it won't help you for the rest of the year because yeah. it's like very specific weird things like you know pa- Quote paladins or paladin warlocks or let's say like shaman demon hunters can do very specific things in which if you memorize it right now it is helpful and if you track their hand and you're like oh i think this shot like you know shaman demon hunter has this and that's great you built up the skill it's just not applicable for other metas um especially not in this meta like in which a lot of it comes down to you play your deep run, they play their deep run, it happens so often, one of you gets Goliath, it means that person wins. Mm-hmm. Yep,
0: That's the arena right now. So yeah, so if you're wondering what's happened to the arena coop, we'll pick up the arena coop again when things are meaningful, which honestly is probably going to be after the release of the next expansion. So it's not like the arena coop is gone forever or anything like that, uh, but it will be gone while. It's not coming back next week either. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, um, for the Arena Coupe, see you uh, next expansion. But for the Lightforge, we're, 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 you know, obviously a bad meta doesn't affect what we can talk about on the Lightforge. So, we'll see you next week for the Lightforge. Until then, this is Oddwick
1: This is Merps. See you guys. <laughs>